Bonjour. You're listening to the Living Well podcast. In this podcast, I will be taking you on my amazing journey to living well. I will be teaching you how to manage your mind as well as giving you the nutritional secrets I learned growing up in Paris. My goal is to help you achieve mind and body balance and to show you what is truly possible for you in your life. I am excited to share it all with you. I'm Carol, your host, Certified Life and Weight Coach. Welcome to the Living Well Podcast. Bonjour tout le monde. Hello, hello. How is everyone feeling this week? I am delighted to be recording this episode today. Um, I have had several requests to be talking about stress. And today I want to talk about stress and particularly about how stress is affecting your weight. Most of us right now feel some level of stress for sure. We hear and read a lot about stress and how it affects our overall health, but we often undermine the effect that it has on our weight and particularly when it goes on for a long period of time. Stress increases our appetites. It makes us hold on to the fat and it also interferes with our willingness to implement a healthy lifestyle. Yet creating a healthy mental routine into your life is as important as drinking water. And that's really what I want to help you achieve in this episode and next week's episode as this is going to have um, two parts. So part one, let's get started. When your brain detects the, present, um, the presence of a, of a threat no matter if it is a snake in the grass or if it is a big credit card bill or being furloughed, that stress triggers the release of many chemicals in your body, including adrenaline and cortisol. So your brain and your body prepare to handle that threat by making you feel alert and ready for action, which Surely in the short term, short term, that release of adrenaline helps you feel less hungry as your blood flows away from the organs to your muscles to prepare for your fight or flight response. But once the effects of adrenaline wears off, then the cortisol hormone, which is the stress hormone, hangs around and starts signaling the body to replenish your food supply, right? Because you pretty much feel very drained from that episode. So fighting off wild animals like our ancestors had to do used up a lot of energy. So their bodies needed more stores of fat and needed more glucose for the brain and for the different organs. But the humans that we are today in our developed world sitting on the couch, worrying about how to pay the bill or how when we will get out of isolation, do not work off much physical energy at all dealing with the stressor. So to smooth yourself from that discomfort that the negative feeling brings up, your brain is still going to tell you to reach for that plate of cookies um, as, as a comfort. 
And as you know now, if you've been listening to my podcast, what ultimately drives you to overeat is a thought. It's a thought you have about a circumstance in your life. That thought creates a feeling, and when that feeling feels uncomfortable, then you want to avoid it, and to avoid it, you eat, even if you're not hungry. So allowing your feelings, allowing your pain to be present is what's going to make it less intense. When, on the other hand, you resist the emotion, it comes back even stronger. It might feel a little difficult at first, but know that with practice, it will get much easier and it really works. So I want you to find the thought in your mind that's causing you to feel the emotions. If you're feeling anxious, are you feeling depressed or scared or panic? Um, Are you feeling impatient? Are you feeling worried? Find the thought in your mind that's causing you to feel the negative feeling. You're going to want to attribute that negative feeling to whatever's going on in your life. A recent breakup, the loss of a job, um, homeschooling your kids and not feeling like you're able to do it all, or having had a different difficult conversation with a relative. But I can assure you that it is actually just due to the thought in your mind. And when that thought travels down to your body, it um, provokes the hormones to act up and creates the stress. Nothing outside of you causes emotions. You might feel sensations like hot or cold, but emotions are always, always, always coming from a sentence in your mind about whatever the circumstance is in your life. So what is the thought that you have about losing your job, for example? What is the thought you have about not having a job? I mean, not having a job is something that happens in the world all the time. It is a neutral factor. You thinking that you won't be able to pay your bill that you won't find a job anytime soon because of the economical crisis that's going on right now is what's causing you to feel stress. Yet COVID-19 or the economy, the current economy, don't have the ability to scare us unless we have a thought about it. And that's what's really causing you the stress. How do we know that's true? The fact that we all think differently about COVID-19, for example, shows us that we all react differently about these circumstances in the world. I will tell you, I have clients who are loving this confinement time. They are loving their routine. They are loving the not having a commute. They are loving the easier pace. And yes, of course, I also have a lot of clients who are freaked out by it. Stress really affects your metabolism by acting on your hormones. And in the days when our ancestors were fighting off tigers and famine, their bodies adapted by learning to store fat. It stored the fat supplies in the body for the long haul. The unfortunate result for us now is that when we are chronically 
chronically stressed by, you know, life crisis, we are prone to getting an extra layer of fat. And where does that fat goes to? It goes in the belly. Because the belly has a large supply of blood vessels and cortisol receptors to make the whole process flow more efficiently. But the downside of that is that excess belly fat is unhealthy and it is difficult or more difficult to get rid of than fat in other areas of the body. And a lot of the work that I do with my clients in my Lose Your Weight for the Last Time program is to give them my French secrets to keep the fat away from the stomach belly area and away altogether by becoming fat adapted. So what happens when you are stressed out and your body is producing too much cortisol? Why do you gain weight? Well, the cortisol leads you to crave food that are high in sugar, that are, that are high in salt, that are high in fat. So basically all the unhealthy processed food, which will then cause inflammation in your body and will cause you wanting more unhealthy food. And then it becomes a vicious cycle. And that causes an even greater cortisol imbalance. So your body produces more insulin and that results in you gaining weight. And for those of you who are soda drinkers, even diet sodas, keep in mind that sodas are made from corn syrup and that that's concentrated sugars, which really mess up with your hormones that are all tied back to the cortisol. So the fat accumulated from stress releases chemicals, triggering inflammation in the body, which also increases more likelihood that one will develop a heart disease or diabetes or cancer, since, as you might know, uh, cancer cells fuel exclusively from sugar. So overeating or eating unhealthy foods in response to stress as a way to calm yourself down is a very common response, right? We all know that. And anxiety is known to make you eat more mindlessly. You have worrying thoughts in your mind and you don't even focus on the taste of the food that you eat. You don't even focus on how much you've eaten and when you are feeling full. And you may also have memories from childhood, such as the smell of freshly baked cookies or a nice warm pasta with cheese. And that leads you to associate that food with comfort. And then you put no limit to it. So when we are chronically stressed, we crave comfort foods such as those or a bag of potato chips or pancakes or a tub of ice cream. And we crave these foods for both biological and psychological reasons. Stress messes up your brain's reward system and the cortisol causes you to crave more fat and sugar. And these foods tend to be easy to eat, right? Highly processed, high in fat, high in sugar, high in salt. And when we are stressed, we're also more likely, you know, to not 
make a big effort to cook a meal. We're more likely to drive through the fast food place rather than taking the time and the mental energy to plan and cook a healthier option. And there's a study from the University of Pennsylvania that showed in laboratory mice that being stressed by exposure to the smell of a predator led the mice to eat more high-fat food pellets when given the choice of eating these instead of eating normal feeds. So the stress will really drive you to eat unhealthy food. Next week, in part two of this series on how stress affects your weight, I have several recommendations to help you start managing your stress and keep your weight under control. Today, though, I want to get you starting to think about the root cause of your stress. So step one, identify your negative feeling. One word, just one word. For example, you're feeling anxious, you're feeling impatient, or you're feeling worried, or you're feeling overwhelmed. Whatever is your feeling now, write it down. Step two, Find the one sentence, that one thought that is causing you to feel this way. Not the circumstance, the fact in your life. Not COVID-19, not the economy, but the thought you have about it. For example, if you think about having to homeschool your kids on top of everything else, and that leads you to feel feeling discouraged, then that's what you write down. Then... Step three, I want you to come up with one new thought that is believable for you. For example, if you think it's too much, I'll never manage um, homeschooling plus work plus the house chores plus everything else, that's not going to produce a calm response for you. You for sure will feel stressed out. You're not going to like feeling this way. And you're going to go to the pantry to find something to soothe Uh, that discomfort and distract you from feeling the emotion. Just know that that's only a temporary relief and avoiding feeling the emotion and gaining the weight will not help you feel any better. On the contrary. So step three, come up with a new thought that is believable for you. For example, you could choose to think today I will do three things on my list. Or to think today, I will show up. I will just show up and I will take it as it come, right? That's going to help you um, feel more confident. That's going to help you feel more positive. And yes, the old thought doesn't go away right away. But introducing the new thoughts helps you calm your stress down and helps you move forward and keep your emotional eating under control too. So next week in part two um, of how stress affects our weight, I will be taking you, uh, not taking you, talking to you rather, sorry, about how sleep in this stressful time and how that's not getting enough sleep is affecting your weight. And I will be offering you several solutions to help keep your stress at bay and keep your weight under control. This work is very, very powerful and can be life-changing. It only requires a few minutes of your time. What is your feeling now? 
What thought do you have that is driving that feeling? And what is a new thought that you can believe? Email me your three steps and I will help you through it. Thank you. If you enjoy this podcast, subscribe to it and rate it with five stars to make it easier for other people to find it. And if you want to lose your weight for the last time, go to my website at carolthelifecoach.com. Book your free session with me. My French Parisian weight loss approach is super simple, deprivation free, and it works. Have a beautiful week, everybody. And I'm Can't wait to see you next week for part two of how stress affects your weight. Ciao, ciao. To work with me, please sign up for your free session on my calendar at www.calendly.com forward slash Carol the Life Coach. You can find the link in my bio. If you have enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe to it on iTunes and share it with your friends. And together, let's learn to live well and help change the world one person at a time. Thank you.